And number four is ask the doctor to explain their reasoning and provide more information for you, right? Because the more information you have, the better of a decision that you can make. So take time and then consider what they said with an open mind. In most cases, you can go home and think about it. Right? You don't have to feel pressured to make an immediate decision at all. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Bay podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endobabe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endobabes, and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. So today is day two of my three-part series on helping you really step into and learn how to advocate for yourself in the healthcare system, how to disagree with your doctor without hurting your care, and how to ask for a referral or get a second opinion, and how to know when that that's actually important. So today is day two. If you haven't listened to day one, I'd go back and listen to it. It was four tips on advocating for better healthcare. And today, we're really going to be discussing how to disagree with your doctor without hurting your care. But first, if you are loving this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a review on iTunes. That's how we get more beautiful people with endometriosis to find this podcast and listen to it and get the the support that they deserve, just like everybody deserves. Um, Also screenshot this if you're listening and throw it up on Instagram, tag me, let me know what your favorite part is, what your favorite quote is, what you're getting out of it. I love connecting and seeing you guys and getting something out of it because that's what I'm doing what I'm doing. But let's dive in. So today we're going to be talking about how to disagree with your doctor without hurting your care, right? And I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with questioning your doctor, right? But... I've spoke with so many women and I know there are statistics around it, but people are actually scared to disagree with their doctor, right? Whether it be that you don't feel safe enough to do so, you don't think that you have the resources to do so, right? Or you're unsure of the the research options. Like I was talking about in the last podcast, I, I listened to my doctor and just followed his treatment plan because I didn't realize that I had other options, right? I thought it was my only option. And there was actually a study in Harvard that showed, in a Harvard Health article that showed, like 70% of Americans don't actually feel compelled to get a second opinion or do additional resources, right? And this might be due to limited resources, such as concerns about paying for consults, traveling, and time off work, or just really being unsure of how to actually research the different options, unsure of what actually is out there, right? And that doctors are the authority figures and they're supposed to, it's like a perception that they're authority figures and are not to be questioned, right? But a good doctor wants you to ask him questions. He wants you to be as invested in your care as he is, essentially, right? Or she, as they are, I'll say. But just because a doctor laid out a plan of care for you and has a treatment plan for you doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to agree with it or you're going to like what your options are, right? And so 
If you're questioning what your doctor is advising or you don't agree based on your feelings, like another option might be to get a second opinion, right? But you can respectfully disagree with your doctor. And here is how to do it. Having somebody there with you, like a family member, a friend, somebody who's invested in your healthcare, like I was talking about in the previous episode, that's why somebody like having somebody there that knows your goals and priorities as well can be nice, right? Because they can help you do this as well. But you want to be polite and obviously firm and like thank your doctor and respect their knowledge. Like they obviously have been working with these conditions and they wouldn't have laid out a plan of care if they didn't think it was a good option for you, right? Or if they didn't have any other resources, right? But you have to remember like doctors are humans and they only know what they know. Nobody knows everything. Nobody's a genius and knows everything, right? Being respectful of their knowledge and just like thank them for that plan of care. But you can express your concerns like honestly with them and ask them your questions about the diagnosis or the treatment plan, right? Because if you have laid out with them your goals and your priorities and you know like you did research beforehand and you know the other treatment options and things like that, You can ask them, like, what are the other treatment options, right? But, I mean, be firm and polite and express your concerns honestly and ask questions. Never be scared to ask questions. Doctors are there to help you. That's their job. So ask them questions, right? And you're giving the doctor the opportunity to explain the benefits of what they're advocating for and share their concerns about the alternatives and why they didn't prescribe that plan of care or that treatment or that surgery or that medication and why they did prescribe this treatment, medication, surgery, whatever, right? And kind of going back to the last episode, like when you when you plan it out beforehand, you can know what treatment options you're not willing to do. Like, I don't want to do surgery. I don't want to go on hormonal birth control. I don't want to do these things, right? And so you can... Like, if they have a plan laid out for you, you can ask them, even express your concerns honestly, ask your questions, and ask them, like, can we try something else before doing this? You know, or what are my other options? What are the benefits of this? What are the risks of this? Long-term, short-term, right? Ask them all the questions. That's their job. That's what they're there to help you with, right? And then that was number one was be firm and polite. Number two was express your concerns honestly and ask your questions. Number three is share why you disagree and what your concerns are, right? Talk about your priorities or your experiences. Talk about your goals, like what you're wanting to get out of things, like share any research you've done and information you found on alternatives. It is important, right, to bring information from sources that are credible, like medical journals. But even like I have a download on my Etsy that you can download and it's like a pain map and questions and like if you don't like the plan of care you can just like hand them this piece of paper right and so like having papers there with you is okay you can also share like your past experiences or those of family members right because there might be genetic similarities with some things and just share why you disagree in an open honest firm but polite way and then number four is ask the doctor to explain their reasoning and provide more information for you right because the more information you have the better of a decision that you can make So take time and then consider what they said with an open mind. In most cases, you can go home and think about it, right? You don't have to feel pressured to make an immediate decision at all, right? And the doctor may feel really strongly that you need to start a treatment or schedule surgery right away. 
but it's still your body, your choice, right? So you have to be comfortable and understand why they have a treatment plan laid out for you because you're the one that has to live with the potential lifelong side effects of medication or of surgery, right? You're the one that has to live in your body when a medication causes severe side effects, right? Not the doctor. So they can never pressure you into doing something. It's your body, your choice, always, right? We want to think of healthcare as a partnership, right? Most doctors want to do the best for their patients, and you're in this together, right? But if you still don't feel like you're getting what you need, know that it's okay to get a second opinion and ask for a referral, right? Like I was saying in the last episode, the second opinions can be very, very helpful, right? Because if you can think of it, it's basically you're getting two brains and two eyes on your case instead of just one, right? And no, nobody has all the answers. Nobody has, nobody knows everything, you know? And so when doctors can work together and sometimes they won't, but sometimes they will, you know, like you can get two eyes on one and 88% of people that seek a second opinion for complex medical issues. And this was at the Mayo Clinic. They had a new or refined diagnosis that changed their treatment plan, right? Because despite doctors, some doctors may be thinking they know everything, nobody knows everything, right? And so if you don't feel safe or comfortable or happy with the treatment plan, it is always okay to get a second opinion. It's always okay to disagree with your doctor. It's always okay to follow your gut and get another opinion. I love you and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and tag me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.